0: Yesterday, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to do the morning podcast. Do the podcast five times a week and for the first, I don't know, seven months of doing the podcast, I've done it at night, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday nights and this week I've been trying to do it in the morning. It's my second podcast in a row where we're recording it at about six in the morning and I'm not sure I'm going to make it. I I'm not up yet. I mean I'm I'm awake. I I do wake up early, but I get up early so that I can function. I need really like 2 hours to be left alone and to get I'm like the tin man in the morning. I got to put my oil on. I got to you know do my I I I me, I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I to the left. I, I literally I, I'm not warmed up that this forty one year old body of mine is, is not quite like Tom Brady's. I, I we should probably get up and do stretches. Like up, 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 down, and and lunges, or maybe I should ride the Peloton before I sit down. I, I haven't even gone to the bathroom yet. That's the worst part of it. I I'm a morning uh, uh regular person. I, I get up I brush my teeth. You know, here's, here's what I do. I usually wake up at about 4.45, 5 o'clock, but I sit in bed. And I, I grab my phone. I, I, I'll look at social medias. I'll check out the news of the day. Uh, I'll pop out of bed maybe 15, 20 minutes later. Go into the bathroom. I'll, I'll brush my teeth. Walk around the house a little bit, try to stretch. Go to the bathroom for my morning regular. Get done with that walk the stupid dogs, which is a time suck, they, they suck my time, and now that it's getting cold in the morning, I don't want to walk the dogs, and I haven't walked them yet, which is a pain in the butt, so it's it's now six o'clock, and I'd I have usually been done, I, I, I'd have been awake, I'm up and trying to stretch myself out, and maybe take a little leave for the neck pain that I have, I haven't gotten to that, now I feel Stressed in the morning. The past two days, stressed because I gotta I have to get up and do a little research. Maybe I should do the research the night before. But the whole point of doing the podcast early in the morning is so I don't have to do it at night so I can spend time with my family. Last night was good. I didn't have to do the podcast and it and it was great, but then I had to look forward and I couldn't sleep last night because I have poison ivy. You can see all this crap. It's all over my forehead, it's all over my arms. I'm covered. It's going to take some time for me to get... Someone says hi from France. For me to get used to doing the podcast in the morning as opposed to at night. This is Spazzing Out, America's podcast, your podcast. We talk about the things that you care about on this podcast. That's why it's your podcast. I just don't know if I can talk at 6 in the morning. I feel like I'm going to have to wake up at 4 to be ready for 6. Well, like 3.30. When I used to work in radio... And I did a morning show on WAAF. I used to have to wake up at like three in the morning so that I could be functioning by the time the show would start at about five thirty. I can't, I can't pull myself together. I, I'm not a, mo- I'm not a wake up person. I don't want to say I'm not a morning person. I'm not a wake up person. I, I, if you wake me up, I'm, I'm a, I'm a dick. If, if I'm sleeping and you wake me up. You will most assuredly get attitude from me. I am a complete dick. Like I said, it's America's podcast. Five times a week we do it. When I do it, I do it on Facebook, I do it on Twitter, and I do it on YouTube. Now listen, no one really watches the stream. But I like to do the stream so that if you want to get it on my social media, you can watch the podcast. Most of you listen on some kind of an app. You're listening on Apple Podcasts the most, then Google, then Spotify, then Pandora. After that, Alexa, you're you're saying, hey, Alexa, please spazzing out America's podcast. Somewhere between 550 and 620 downloads a day for this podcast. It's growing fast, and I know it doesn't seem like it's that fast because I've been doing it five nights a week since back in February, but back in February... Not that many people were listening, and now lots are. What I need you to do is go to one of those platforms. You can go to anthonypaziali.com, click on one of the links, and subscribe. I need you to subscribe to the podcast. So check out one of those apps. Please do it. If you're on Facebook, share this. If you're on Twitter, retweet this. And if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to my channel. We're going to do this five times a week. I'm going to make the decision... Whether or not I want to continue to do the podcast in the morning or at night. This is the first week, I literally, I started the podcast in February. And since February, every week, th- five times a week, I've been doing it at night, recording it at night and posting it at five in the morning. Now my family wants me to do it at night, or I'm sorry, in the morning because it, it, it bothers them because it takes up their time. So here we are, six in the morning recording the podcast that I'll post immediately after it gets done recording for you to enjoy and to listen to. I just don't know if I want to do it. I'm aggravated about it. I I like my sleep and I have to go to work. I have a I have a I own a, a company. It's called Take Junk. And we have a house clean out today and a demo that that we're working on a, a house gut. I got to go out and I have to be physical and I and I can't even get my crap together this morning. I feel like Sleepy Joe. I feel I feel like I'm a I'm, a, I'm not a Democrat, okay? But I feel like I'm a proud Democrat running for Senate. That's how I feel early in the morning. I can't even tell you where the fuck I am or what's going on. I, I can't even remember Mitt Romney's name this early in the morning. I'm so disheveled. All right, here's what we got. A couple of things, things we're going to talk about. As I adjust to doing the podcast in the morning, we'll we'll try to get through some stories. I don't know that I can, and I don't know that if I can bring you what I want to talk about the best I can because in the afternoon I'm a happier person. When I, when I worked in radio, this dude Mike Branger forty, I used to see him every single morning at four in the morning, and he thought I was the most miserable prick on the planet, which I am. But then after 16 years of him being at, at the night guy and me coming in for the morning, when I had left the show, I seen him one time in the afternoon. It was like three in the morning, and I, I'm sorry, three in the afternoon, and I was like Bransier, what's up? And he was like, whoa, whoa. He couldn't believe it because he was like, dude, you're like the most miserable prick I've ever met because nobody talks to me in the morning. But the rule at AAF was do not talk to Anthony or Spaz, whatever you call me. Don't talk to him. Do not talk to him for like two hours because he'll give you that look. Like I used to wear a hoodie over my head. I'd be pissed, pissed. But afternoon people were like, wow, this guy's a pleasure to be around because I was awake, because I was up. My, my brain was functioning. I almost need to get up in the morning, two hours of, of clearing my brain. And then, you know, maybe I need to get like five different color balls and play King King fucking balls, right? Maybe I need to play with my balls to wake up. All right. Stockpiling second wave is coming. NFL players are being bitches about the NFL. They're, they're upset with the NFL. I don't want to hear whine, cry-ass babies when you're making millions of dollars. Sleepy Joe can't fucking remember who he is, where he is, or what's going on. Maybe we'll talk about court packing briefly. Uh, Massachusetts is coming forth with an eviction uh, diversion initiative. We're not alone. I believe... Listen, I'm not one of those crazy UFO guys. But I'm not a moron. There's a new documentary called The Phenomenon. We'll talk about that. Divorce rates are up 30, percent and people are turning to cows for affection. I feel like we should get to the cows first. But you know what? What should we do first? See, this is my. See how fucked up I am? I can't even think. All right. Second way. Why don't we just go with the stockpiling? A second way of the stockpiling is coming according to a new survey. More than half of Americans plan to start stockpiling toilet paper again, water again, canned goods again. I can't, how do you say it? Perishable, non-perishable foods again. They're going to start stocking up at least three works of, th- three works. See, man, I'm telling you, the morning, it's not going to work. They're going to start stockpiling at least three weeks of food toilet paper, and water, and they're going to stop before November because Americans are freaked out because they believe the second wave of COVID is coming, so these a-holes are going to and stockpile, and I'm one of them. I, I will stop back in February or in March when this shit got locked down. I went out and I bought as much toilet paper as I possibly could. I had so much toilet paper that I think we just ran out of the last roll of it from when I stockpiled it, and I still have water, from when I stockpiled it, I refuse, I refuse to not have toilet paper, I'm I'm a, I am a fucking first world, civilized beast, civilized animal, and I'm, I'm domestic, and I demand to wipe my ass with the cheapest toilet paper, by the way, I am cheap, (laughs) so, I demand to wipe my butt with toilet paper, and nothing but toilet paper, I work too hard to not have TP, so I will be heading out, and I and I suggest you get on it too. I will be stockpiling toilet paper again. And to the people who are against stockpiling, fuck you. I don't care. I could kill us if you don't have toilet paper, because I'm going to get toilet paper. I don't care if you have water. I don't give a shit. If you're in the desert dying because you don't have any water, you're not touching my water. I'm going to get tons. I'm, I'm going to buy it by the fucking bills and truckload it to my house. And then. I'm going to have more toilet paper than you can believe because I will never be using anything else but toilet paper to wipe my ass. In a pinch, if I had to, I would, but I'm not a kid anymore. I'm 41, and anything that wipes across my ass hurts because I'm old. So stockpiling wave two is on its way. Be prepared. A little side note on stockpiling. UPS... As well as FedEx. I haven't, haven't seen anything from Amazon yet. I think Prime Day. When's Prime Day? Is that today? That? I have no idea when Prime Day is, dude. I don't buy shit. I hate spending money. I'm as cheap as they come. Um, so UPS and FedEx are secretly telling people, not, not like us, but companies, that they're concerned that they're not going to be able to keep up with the demand for deliveries coming into the Christmas season. Obviously, Christmas season. More packages get delivered than any other time. And because packages are being delivered right now, like it's Christmas, they're seeing so much, so many packages being delivered because of the pandemic and everybody going from you fuck brick and mortar, everybody's ordering online. They're worried that they're not going to be able to keep up for Christmas. So I bring it up to you. If you're going to stop buying, uh, you know, fucking, if, if, if your kids aren't listening. So if you're going to stop buying toys and shit for your kids, you better get on it now and get it delivered now if you want to get it for Christmas, or else your kids are going to be pissed. At the Pazzioli household, my kids aren't going to be kissed. K- kissed. Man, I can't do this morning shit. My kids will not be pissed because Santa has has COVID. I've been telling my kids that Santa's not coming. I call them COVID claws. <clears throat> Obviously, Santa's going to be coming, but. You know, fucking Christmas is another reason to pick a poor man's pocket. I still have Christmas presents back here that my kids haven't opened, and we'll rewrap them. And I still have, I'm the type of guy at Christmas, when you give me a gift, I'm a definite re-gifter. I'm hoping that you give me a gift card so that I can put it into another card. Or sometimes I don't even put it in another card. I just cross out my name, and I give it to somebody else, and I'm like, yeah, dude, whatever, I don't give a fuck. So get ready for the second wave. Stock up. It's time to stock up. Stop buying toilet paper. You better get masks if you want if you're a mask person and you sure as hell better get water. You better get everything that you need. Get that shit done. Second wave coming. Alright, NFL. You know what? We're on. You know, fuck it. Let's just go right in with the NFL. NFL players are are upset with the NFL and with their players' union. They are complaining, saying that the NFL does not care. About the players and their safety when it comes to the coronavirus and COVID. This is all I can can sum this up in one. I, I can sum this up in one simple, 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 simple thing. You didn't have to play. You did not have to play. Plain and simple. You did not have to play. Many players opted out. You could have just opted out at the beginning of the season. You had the choice. You knew the risk. Bitching at the NFL about COVID is like bitching at the NFL about getting a concussion. There is a chance you might get hit in the head and get a concussion. There is a chance you might play and get the coronavirus. There's a good chance that that might happen. You had the choice at the beginning of the season to opt out and get you know, $150,000 from next year's pay so that you could have a little bit of spending cash. By the way, most of us don't make $150,000 to sit home on our asses, you whiny bitches. Most of us don't. Some of us sit in their basement and bang out a podcast to, that are trying to make money off a podcast, Slim Pickens. Most of us only get about 600 to five to, you know, 550 to 600 downloads on their podcast a day. Why other guys like Joe Rogan are are getting millions of downloads, but you got to start somewhere. But I would love for someone to come to me and say, Hey, look, we're going to start the junk removal season. I I own a junk removal company. We're going to, the junk removal season is about to start, but you don't have to do junk removal this year. If you would like to opt out of junk removal, we're going to give you $150,000 for the junk removal season. Of course, we're going to take that money from next year's pay. We're going to kind of, we're just going to give you a little distribution so you can get by on a measly $150,000 a year for the year, or you could play. And if you play, you're going to get your full pay. You know, the contract that you have for, what's the league minimum? Probably like $500,000, $600,000. You know that's shit money. God for fucking five hundred, six hundred thousand. Holy shit! You fucking how how dare you? Most of the guys are making over a million dollars, two million, three million, four. Some guys are making twenty million. Some guys are making thirty million. But the NFL doesn't care about them because they're putting them at risk. I, you're at risk every time you get off there. Why don't you ask das, Dak Prescott? Who didn't get COVID, but got probably, uh, well, it's a season ending injury. And God knows if he'll ever be able to fucking play again. Who knows? Compound fracture looked like his fucking foot got turned around in a contract year. He knew the risk. He shouldn't have ran the ball. I, I said this on yesterday's podcast. If you want to hear my thoughts on why quarterbacks should never run the ball, listen to yesterday's podcast. I have a problem with NFL players bitching about something they knew the risk about. You didn't have to play and on top of that, you get paid millions of dollars to put yourself at risk. Here, let me let me make this a little bit more clear. If someone came to me and said, hey, Anthony Paziali, we're, we want you to put, now this would never happen because I'm not a fucking athlete at all. I'm five foot tall. I've never been an athlete. When I wrestled at Woburn High School, I could, I got pinned all the time. I barely, shit, I sucked. I could tell you what the lights looked like at every single gymnasium at all across New England. If there was one thing I was good at, it was washing the mats and rolling them. And to be quite frankly, I wasn't fucking good at that. Now, if someone came to me and said, hey, Anthony. We're going to give you $10 million, fuck $10 million, $1 million. We're going to give you $1 million, but all you have to do is get it for 60 minutes, get on a field where there's a bunch of guys who have the coronavirus. But you wouldn't even have to, all you would have to say is, we're going to give you $1 million, and then that I'd be done. I don't give a fuck what comes next. I'd say, yeah, I'm in. The guy could say anything. He'd say, we're going to give you $1 million, and you have to eat a fucking bag of shit. Great. Bring out the bag of shit. One million dollars. Awesome. Now I understand that a million dollars is not a lot of money in today's time, right? I get it. The new standard is probably 10 million. When we were kids, it was like, let's make 10 million. Uh, Let's make a million. Now getting the 10 million is probably the standard, but someone like me, I'd like to make 200 grand a year. That, that would make me happy, if I could get that, to that kind of money, there are some people out there that would like to make 50 grand a year, and you got these whiny ass bitches, that might get sick, but yet, a 74 year old, fat ass, who, who is the target of, of death rate, the president, he doesn't die from it, and you have these in shape, bitch fucking players, cunting, about they're at risk of catching COVID, which they most likely will not die from. They will just get sick and they get paid millions of dollars. It it drives me bonkers to listen to the athletes bitch about being in the bubble. It drives me bonkers about how they think they're at risk. It drives me even more bonkers the ones that fucking opted out. But you had the right to opt out so you didn't have to play. The whole thing of it, there is a huge disconnect between NFL not just the NFL players, baseball, hockey, you know what, hockey guys have been pretty good at it, but hockey, NBA, all you guys that make a shit ton of money, the rest of us, the guys like, I got to strap my boots on today, the rest of us that have to put our boots on and go to work and go to someone's house, I don't know if these people got fucking COVID, I have no effing clue, but I have to go to work, and I'm not making 200,000 a year. I'm not making 300,000 a year. I'm not making a million, two million. And to hear you guys bitch, oh my God, I might get COVID. But even if you got COVID, you'd still be a millionaire. Even if you got COVID, listen here, I want you to take a fucking poor guy who has COVID up against a poor, up against a rich guy who has COVID he's still in a better position. The poor bastard who has COVID is most likely freezing his fucking balls off, saying to himself, shit, how can I hide the fact that I have COVID because I have to go to work? Because if I don't go to work, I can't provide for my fucking family. Uh, You know, when he's putting on his goddamn boots and he's wondering, he says to himself, shit, is there a way that I can pretend that I don't have COVID, or the the poor guy's like, I'm sick. I'm not getting tested for COVID because I got to fucking work. And if I get tested for COVID, I can't go to work. But then you got these bitches on the other side that make millions of dollars that, oh, the NFL, they don't care about us. They've made the game like flag football, but they fucking And we make so much money and we don't even make it. We're putting putting our lives on the line. Meanwhile, you got people who work at the fucking grocery store that are really putting their lives on the line. They got to deal with people face to face. Then you got doctors that have to actually treat people with COVID. They don't make $10 million a year. Then you have police officers, firefighters, the army, all these people. That do real fucking jobs. And you're bitching. You're bitching. You're like, well, I don't think the NFL, I don't th- well, wait, we gotta do cry face. I don't, I don't think the NFL and the players union cares about us. I mean, they're, they're really putting us at risk. Shut up. Shut up. It, it drives me nuts. Because I know people, right? There are people that, 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 that are out here in the real fucking world that actually have COVID and they can't go to work and then their families can't go to work and they don't have stockpiles of money to take care of their family. They don't have stockpiles of loot to be able to take time off. They actually have to go to work. Some of us are fighting to keep our small business alive. Some of us get up every single day and grind their asses off out in the COVID world out with his thousands of people, millions, hundreds of thousands who have this fucking virus. And we don't bitch. We go to work. We say, well, I have to work today. I don't have the luxury of having opted out. No, I couldn't opt out of the junk removal season and get 150 grand. I couldn't. And then I, I I don't have the, the, uh, opportunity to be like, you know, I mean, honestly, if one of these players just wanted to quit, one of you guys wanted to quit right now, you'd still have a lot of money. You know what? Just quit. Fuck it. Quit. Walk away. You still got a couple of million dollars in your pocket. You could go on and do anything else with, with, with your life. But then you'll come back and realize, you'll say, shit, wait a second. I probably could get COVID. Cam, Cam Newton has COVID. Looks like he's going to be okay. Stefan Gilmore has COVID. Looks like he's going to be okay. As far as I I know, any no athlete has died Yet from from covid I don't want anybody to die. But as far as I know, the young athletic type people seem to be doing okay with covid. They seem to be able to get by and they certainly have a better time of dealing with it because they have money because they have a lot of money, but yet they want to bitch at the very people, the very organization that takes care of them, that provides for them, the very organization that put in certain types of protocols, sure. Maybe they're not all the best. Everybody's learning. No one no one understands exactly how to prevent the coronavirus or to keep it from spreading. No one does. Do masks work? Do they not fucking work? Does social distancing work? Does, uh, th- does COVID live on money, cash, hard, cold cash for fucking more than six weeks? No one knows. The bottom line is, you knew the risk. Here was the risk. The NFL came to you and said, here are your options. We will let you opt out of the league for the year. You could take the year off. We will give you a distribution of about $150,000 for the season. That money will come off of next year's pay. So you'll make less 150 dollars next year. Take the year off. Take it off. Bye. Or you could take the risk of playing. Please understand that if you take the risk of playing... You may get a concussion, you may break your arm, you may get a twisted ankle, you may tear your ACL, you may get a hamstring pull, you may break a finger, you may get COVID, you take the risk, you know the fucking risk, so I don't want to hear about it. You know, you knew you got the option to leave, you said, nope, I'm not leaving, I'm going to play. And now that you're playing, you sound like a bunch of whiny assholes bitching to us. We're hearing you bitch. We're your fan base. The fan base are middle class working guys that have to go to work during COVID. Middle class working guys that when we get a fever, we're praying to God. That we don't have COVID. We we get a fever and we're like, ah, oh, right, I fucking can't tell anybody. I got to get to work. I got to make my buck 50 today. I, I mean, I'm i talking like $150. I, you, you're making 150 a second. We're like, oh, oh God. And, and we're sitting there like, I got to pay my cable bill. Bro, some of us, our, our cable bills are, you can't go more than two months because they'll shut it off. Your, your cable bill's a month behind. Your gas bill's a month behind. Your electric bill's a month behind. You're working out deals to keep your fucking car. Your mortgage is late. You 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 have to get to work. Your kids are looking at you. You can't even afford a fucking happy meal, Dad. I want a happy meal. You're like, fucking. The, the dad, you look at your kid and go, son. There hasn't been a fucking happy meal in this house for like two years. What the hell are you talking about? Get out of here. You're looking at your kid and you're like, your son's like, hey Dad, can I get pizza? You better call your grandfather see if he's got ten bucks because Dad's tapped out. But not 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 at the NFL home. Not not at the. The NFL player's home. He's at home, all sophisticated. First world problem up there. The the upper class pinky out saying, Hmm, I wonder how offensive, isn't it offensive. I can't even do a fucking rich guy voice. Isn't it offensive? That we have to go to work in this such this disgusting environment and go play a game and get paid millions of dollars and be near other people who might have COVID. I can't believe the NFL would endanger our lives like this. But every single game that we go out and play, we, we smash each other's brains and we're going to have CTE by the time we're 30. Oh, I can't believe this shit. You don't relate. You do not relate with us. It's starting to get me... and, And it's reflecting. So the NBA. The NBA Finals got beat out by Sunday Night Football. Sunday Night Football's ratings are down. NFL ratings are down. Nobody's watching Major League Baseball. No one was watching Major League Baseball before Corona. Nobody's watching it even more now. Hockey numbers are down. In general, the American public who is suffering right now, the working class man who is suffering, would like to turn to sports for, for to get away from it. The American man who works hard all day long and wants to come home and have, have a cold beer and watch a game, with, with doesn't want to be reminded about how fucked up life is and about how crazy it is that he has to go to work every single day in an environment that is difficult. But no, you rich, privileged fuckbags have to remind them that one, it's dangerous, and that they, and that it, that you might get a fucking virus, and two, that you have a shit ton of money, and you knew the risk about playing, and and you had an option. That's the problem. You had an option. If someone came to me with an option, was like, hey, I already said it, take the junk removal season off. We're gonna give you one fifty, bro. I'd have stayed home. I admit, I'm, actually, I wouldn't have. I, I work. I'm a worker. I'm not... I like to work, man. I, I constantly... I would work 24 hours a day. I, I enjoy it. But I, I just want you to hear the difference, okay? Right this moment, I have poison ivy all over my forehead, all over my arms. I didn't think I'd get it again, but I but I got it at the end of the season. Of course, you know, last little slap in the face to the working man is getting a little poison ivy at the, at the end of the fucking... Uh, uh, you know, summer season or whatever the season you want to call it, before there's no more poison ivy, I had to get it one more time. I got a crink in my neck because I'm 40 years old. Up early doing a podcast, I got to bounce because I got to go to work. I actually have to, you know, go in someone's basement today, and I don't know them. Maybe they have COVID, maybe they don't. I don't know, but I have to get out there. I got to do backbreaking work, and by backbreaking work, what do I mean? When you load up a truck. Typically, you get about 3,000 pounds on it. So right there, that's 3,000 pounds. It's a two-truck job. So I'm going to touch. I'm going to carry about 6,000 pounds of shit today onto the back of a truck. And then I'm going to start. And I'm going to go demo. I'm demoing a house, a complete house cut. So I'll be there working at that towards the end of the day. All meanwhile, while I got poison ivy, my neck fucking hurts. And and my, my knees are old. I'm old. I'm I'm an old beat up man. And I don't have an option of staying home. I I, nobody gave me the fucking option to be like, oh, why don't well, you know, you could just stay home. Or, you know what? Why don't you come to work and make 10 million this year? So I don't want to hear the players bitch anymore. Enough. Enough with the whining. We don't want to hear it. The American people do not want to hear wealthy athletes bitch about working. During COVID, we don't want to hear it. It's a huge turnoff. It pisses me off, and it's by some people that I, that I like and that I respect or did, and now you, you've lost us. When, when you start to when you when I am happy for people to be privileged, I really am. If you've worked your ass off and you've worked hard and you've made money, I'm happy for you. But you have to understand, you have to learn how to relate with people. No matter how well I do, no matter what I do, even in times when I wasn't working, meaning before coronavirus, I had built the company up to where I didn't actually have to load trucks, but then coronavirus hit and now I have to load trucks again. I would always show up to a job site with work clothes on. I'd have boots on. I would show up like I was going to work out of respect for the people that worked for me to let them know, well, just to show the perception That I wasn't just sitting the fuck around. And typically I wasn't. I was out trying to find new business. We do not want to hear rich people problems. We don't want to hear you bitch about how tough it is in times of fucking corona. and times of COVID. Because yes, it is tough. But it's tougher on us than it is on you. Again, if you had a rich person that had COVID... And a poor person that had COVID. It would suck way worse for the fucking poor guy. A hundred times more. You would get... And and, and listen. Anybody... I don't want, want you guys to think I'm ripping... I love rich people. I want to be rich. I aspire to be rich. Anybody in this country could be rich. You got to work your ass off. And I'm trying to get to that end. I'm not there yet. When I get there, I will not rub it in other people's faces. If there was a pandemic like this, when I get rich... I'm not gonna rub it in your face. I'm not gonna go on TV and be like, "Oh, being mistreated." I no. I'm gonna be sit back and say, "My God, thank God I'm fucking loaded." I do it now. I, I live in Revere. I live up by I live uh, uh, by Kelly's Roast Beef, right? So I'm up on Revere's Beach. Revere's. I'm up on Revere's Beach. So I'm up on Revere Beach, and, and I live in a house where the mortgage is almost paid off. It's it's almost it, it's we could pay it off if we fucking wanted to. But it's it's honestly it's just easier to keep everything together. Pays the taxes, pays the insurance. It's it's an extremely low mortgage, very low. So low that if, if I didn't pay it for a fucking year, I, I could pay it like that. It's it's not a very high mortgage, and I have to thank you know Kaylee for her hard work and also myself for hard work for paying this sucker down. But I'm thankful that I did. I'm thankful for that. I don't rub it in people's faces who are struggling right now. being like, I can't fucking pay my shit. And I'm sitting back here being like, man, thank God that I paid down, that we paid down the mortgage. Thank God we don't have a super expensive mortgage to have to deal with right now. I'm lucky in that way, but I still got to go to work. I can't not work. I have groceries are fucking $300 a week. I still have to pay the bills. I still have to take care of my family. I have car, a car payment. Kaylee has a car payment. Cell phones. All that shit. You still got to pay for it. it the, the struggle is completely different. I could be rich someday. Fine. That's what America's all about. You know I believe in the American dream and you could get there. I just don't want to hear whiny ass NFL players that their opt-out clause, they'd be making more money than me in any in, in a year. Their fucking opt-out was 150 You could stay home and do shit and make 150, or you can play and make your millions, but what you can't do is bitch about it. What you can't do is say, oh, we're not being fucking treated right. We're not being safe. Shut up. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. Just just, honestly, it makes me want to burn one of your jerseys. I like that fucking thing on fire. Shut the fuck up. All right, that's it on that. Shit, we're almost out of time. I had so many other things I wanted to talk about. Ah, I guess we're going to have to save some of this shit for tomorrow. Um, blah, man, I didn't really think I was going to go that long. The, the NFL thing, really, the players really fucking pissed me off, but I got to go to work. Um, all right, let's just do Sleepy Joe really quick, and uh, I'll save the other things for tomorrow. Dude, the cow cuddling thing is hilarious, but I'll save it t- for tomorrow. All right, so just a quick quick point to... it. A- To get out there for everybody, when you're thinking of everybody's voting, you can vote now, right? Because they they have the illegal, the the illegal, they have the fraudulent mail-in voting. You all know I'm against mail-in voting. I believe that when you vote, it should be in person. Now I don't care. They they could start the election two weeks early or run it two weeks late. I personally don't care about that. What I do want. Is people need to be voting in person with a legal ID. You need to be able to walk into a place and say, I'm Anthony Paziali. Here is my ID. This is me. And then vote. That's how voting should be done. Should be done in person with a legal ID. I'm okay if they stretched it out over a couple of weeks. I don't like the mail in voting. It leads to too many miscalculations. I won't even call it fraud. I'll do the Democrats the favor and say, it's not really, I'm not worried about the fraudulent shit. I'm worried about the mistakes and I'm worried about you guys being subjective and looking at a, at a ballot and saying, huh, this guy voted for Trump. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm." He didn't dot, he didn't dot his eye and throwing out. That's what I'm worried about. So in-person voting, but anyways, when considering voting, I'm going to appeal to the Democrats I support Trump. Everybody knows this. I am a very conservative person right now in my life. When I was younger, I, I, admittedly, I was a super liberal. And somewhere along the line, I grew up and I understand that the things that I believed in, maybe they got pushed on me in college. Maybe they got pushed on me because I, I grew up a poor person and I thought that the world should give me shit. But somewhere along the line, I realized that, that, that that's, you know, maybe I, I read Animal Farm. That too many damn fucking times that turned me into a super duper conservative. At any rate, I'm there. Please understand that the president of the United States is the most. He's he's the dad of the country. He's the quarterback of the team. He's the most important person in the world and the most important person to us. Now, sure, the Supreme Court is very important. Sure, congressmen, meaning the Senate. And the House of Representatives, all those people are very, very important. But the figurehead of our country is our president. He's the leader. The stock market goes up and down on, on every word this guy says. He, he's, he's who represents us in the United States. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, in, in the world. The world leaders look at us and they decide whether or not they can fucking push us over or whether they have to do business with us or not. It, it's like being the owner of your company. And people do business with you because you're the owner, right? Not the guy under you. You're the fucking owner. I don't know if Joe Biden would have been a good president years ago. I really don't. I I, I can only remember, and I do a little bit of history. I love the revolutionary time, and fucking Joe Biden, he's old as shit, but he wasn't alive back then. So I don't know that much about joe from the 80s i really started getting political uh, just before 2000 right before you know maybe around the time george w bush got elected president <laughs> and i started getting into politics and i could pretty much get the politics from the late clinton years all the way up till now pretty educated on it because i because i'm fascinated by it I, I i love the politics please democrats when you're thinking about voting for joe I understand that he's like your old grandfather that has lost his mind. It's nothing against Joe Biden. Normally, I would come on here and I rip on Joe and I and I, you know, talk about his record and about how he's flip flopping on court packing. Years ago, he says court packing is the fucking worst thing in the world. Now Joe's like, ah, you know, he won't even comment on court packing because he wants to pack the fucking court. And we can get into a whole discussion of why that's a problem. We'll do it tomorrow. When you are running for office. For the highest office in the land. If you cannot remember. What fucking office you're running for. When you're at a rally. And you say. I'm running as a proud Democrat for Senate. I'm proud. He says something to the effect of. I'm proud. I'm a proud Democrat running for Senate. And then you can't remember. The name. Of the Senator of the State that you're in. And you're not even sure. If you're fucking in Utah or not. You can't remember Mitt Romney's name, and you can't remember that you're not running for Senate anymore. You can't remember that you ran for Senate, and you were in the Senate for fucking 40 years, and then you were vice president, and you're running for the president of the United States, and you can't... How, how hard is that to... I, that's an easy one. I could let him go on other shit. I, I, honestly, if he got up there and, and he misspoke on something and you know, I don't I don't fucking you name it right? He just let, let's say you know what? Let's say he pulled the Tom Brady moment and he thought it was third down. I think I could let that go. I could say you know what? There's a lot of confusion at the end of the game. The the team isn't really that organized. No big deal. I can move on. I can let that go. There's no effing way you could forget that you're running for president. That's a problem. It's a mental problem. It's clear that Joe Biden has some form of dementia. It is clear that old age has gotten the best of Joe when he doesn't remember that he's running for president. You can't fuck that one up. You could be on a rant going absolutely bonkers and you would never forget the fact that you're a candidate for the president. You wouldn't slip up and say, I'm a proud Democrat running for Senate. I'm not ripping on the guy. Hear me out, Democrats, when you hear this. I am not ripping on Joe I'm just merely telling you, it's obvious and clear that he is not there mentally. Obvious and clear. It's also obvious and clear that our president, Trump, still has his shit together. It's clear that he is doing well. He is now, it's confirmed, beaten. Had, had, he had COVID. Now he doesn't have it. He's doing well. He thinks soundly. He puts the American people first. Yes, other countries don't like the president because the president has taken their ball away from them. The president Trump has said, give us back the fucking ball. America's first. And what happens when you tell everybody to fuck off? They don't like you. When you tell other countries, fuck you, America is first. We're going to work deals for America. If you want funding from America, you're going to give good deals to America. Of course, other countries would be pissed. Other countries are going to be bullshit because we want to put ourselves first. It's just like a relationship. If you put yourself first before your wife, she's going to be pissed. Everything can be broken down to the household. If you are at home, and you say to your wife and kids, I'm first, your kids are going to be pissed at you, your wife's going to be pissed at you. That's what President Trump does. Throughout the world, he says, yep, America first. So please just consider, maybe you don't like him, but consider that he actually puts us first. Just think about that. Like it or not, he has your best interest in mind throughout the world. Who cares if people don't like him? Care about the fact that he fights for you and cares about you. And then if that doesn't do it for you, please, for the love of God, don't make fucking Kamala Harris president. I Please. We don't want her to be president. I know you guys like Joe. I, I would not be surprised if this guy dies before the inauguration. Did I say that right? I said that wrong. Inaga. But you get my point maybe I have Alzheimer's. Maybe I have dementia. When you can't remember that you're running for the president of the United States, clearly you have some kind of a, a, a lack of mental capacity. That's my only point. Thank you so much for listening to America's Podcast.